0: Welcome to The Kate Show, a weekly marketing podcast for interior designers and home stagers. Hosted by author, entrepreneur, and marketing consultant, Kate the Socialite. Each week you'll learn helpful tips on how to make social media easier, how to grow your mailing list, and how to simplify every area of marketing and advertising your business. With her blunt, no-fluff approach, Kate stands up for business owners who want real results in their marketing but have limited time or resources and now please welcome your host kate the socialite hey everyone and welcome to the kate show Today I'm talking all about how you should talk about yourself to clients when you're a newbie, when you just have started your interior design business, whether it's a first career or a second career for you, and you're not really sure how to establish some credibility. I know this can be really difficult for a lot of people because we feel like we're imposters. We feel like we shouldn't be charging for our services. We feel like we should be ashamed or have to uh, explain ourselves, but the truth is that you don't. And today I'm going to teach you exactly how you can talk about yourself to new clients and potential clients, or even just colleagues or people in your local network, and talk about yourself in such a way that you're not self-deprecating. You're not dragging yourself down. You are not telling them that you are less than what you actually are. And The more confident you can be, the more people will have confidence in you and see your value. So let's get started. Now I'm bringing this up because someone in my Facebook group asked a really good question last week and she wanted to know what she could do to explain herself to new clients because she came from a totally different industry before and she actually spent some time out of the workforce entirely to stay home with her kids, which I think is extremely admirable and nothing to be ashamed of. And she struggled with how she could present herself without discrediting herself. And I think we've all been there. I know I've been there. I mean, if you guys heard my earlier episodes, you know that I didn't start my business in order to serve people through marketing. I was actually just a writer and an editor. And now here I am, a marketer. Weird, huh? But I didn't get here by self-deprecating or by explaining to people, well, you see, this was an accident, I didn't mean to be here, I don't even know what I'm doing, because the truth is, you know a lot more than you let on, and if you can have that confidence in yourself, like I said, it will instill confidence in the people around you and allow you to feel more comfortable charging for your services. So the question I get a lot is, should I fake it until I make it? Well, oh my gosh. Okay, so yes and no. It's good to have a lot of confidence. It's not good to present yourself as something that you're not. Now, case in point, in my first year of business, uh, I had someone call me and I was just feeling so bad about myself, like my business was making probably $500 a month, if that, and it was just enough to cover overhead, so I wasn't even paying myself, and I just felt like crap. Well, somebody called me, and I answered the phone as my own secretary. Yes, and then I put the client on hold, and then I handed the phone to me, and I answered as me, and I only did that once, and it was kind of funny at the time, but so, so bizarre, and a perfect example of why you shouldn't fake it until you make it because what is making it exactly? At what point in your business will you be like, oh, okay, I have made it. You need to figure out what that is. Otherwise you will realize that you never actually make it. I haven't made it yet. I run a six figure business, but I haven't made it. So what is making it? Well, to me, making it is simply this being able to start work when I want to in the morning, being able to take a long lunch, going for a run with my German Shepherd in the middle of the afternoon, uh, taking a half day on Fridays, almost every Friday, to be honest, and not working at all on the weekends, not even checking my email, hardly even thinking about work. To me, that is making it. So in that aspect, yes, I've made it. And that has instilled a lot of confidence in me just to know that I've met that personal goal. So what you need to do as a brand new interior designer or home stager is figure out what making it looks like to you so that when you get close to reaching that goal, you start to feel your confidence grow. Because maybe making it for you is you want to make $50,000 a year. Maybe your spouse has not an income separate from you, so it's not like you need to make a whole bunch of money. You just want to make money and cover your overhead and really do what you love every day. That's making it, because if that fulfills you and satisfies you and allows you to use all of your God-given skills to their fullest potential, you, my friend, have made it. And you need to understand that there is a certain level of confidence and pride that comes with defining that goal of making it. But there's a big problem that comes into play when you get too comfortable with that little goal of making it. Because once you get too comfortable and you sit there, you become stagnant and you have to move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So should you fake it? No, because you don't have to. So how does this translate into how you should be speaking to potential new clients? Well, let me give you a really concrete example. So the person in my Facebook group who is just starting her home staging and interior design business said that she is honestly scared to make it obvious to people that she was once a teacher and a stay at home mom, because not only will her uh, her immediate circle, like friends and family be like, whoa, what the heck, But she's also concerned that if new clients see on social media that she's talking about her other careers as a a mother and a teacher, that they're going to feel like she doesn't have enough credibility to be an interior designer. And we're going to talk about how she can reword that and use all of it to her advantage. So instead of saying yeah, I just started my business and I used to do this and this, but now I am just going to do interior design and I just got my LLC and I'm ready to go. So let's get started. Well, yeah, when people hear that, they're going to be like, eh, you know, I kind of want someone with experience. I'm not really sure if you're going to be a good fit for me. So how can we avoid that awkward conversation? Well, Here it is, people. It is all in the verbiage. Our clients only know what we tell them, so verbiage is everything. So I'm not suggesting that you lie to your clients or say something that is exaggerated or downplayed, but if you choose the right words, you can present yourself in a way that is attractive and a good fit for your ideal client, and really that is just good marketing. So here is what I told this one brand new interior designer, how she could talk about herself and really attract the right people. Instead of saying, Hey, I'm a newbie, position yourself like this. This is my second career and I bring a wealth of life experience to each home project. As a former teacher and a stay at home mom, I understand the unique needs that kids have in the home. And I also advocate for the moms who just want a functional space that makes them feel good about themselves and instills confidence. Doesn't that sound a lot better than saying, yeah, I'm new, this is my second career? Because it leaves out too many unknowns when you just say that. People will start to make assumptions about you and you can help guide and direct their assumptions by explaining yourself in a professional strategic way. It's not underhanded and it's certainly not lying. Make sure that you plan out what you're going to say ahead of time, kind of have your little elevator pitch, but instead of selling a service, you're selling yourself. You are setting yourself up appropriately so that you attract instead of repel your clients. Now it was during this little comment thread in my Facebook group, Marketing for Home Pros, if you're interested, that another member commented with some really great insight she said, I really don't think that you owe anyone an explanation. Amen, sister. A hundred percent. We think we have to explain our reasons for existing in business, but the truth is most people are just glad that we exist and that we're there to help them. No explanation is necessary. If you find yourself needing or feeling the need to explain yourself to a client, the truth is you're explaining yourself to you. You're trying to validate yourself And that's okay if you need self-validation, but don't do it in front of clients or potential clients. Instead, get your team, whether it's a business coach, your spouse, a close friend, and talk to them about your insecurities in business because it's completely normal to be unsure of yourself, especially when you just start out. But you need to make sure they are your sounding board and not your potential clients. Because if your potential clients see that you are very unsure of yourself, some of them will either try to take advantage of your services, or they'll realize that you're just not as professional as they had hoped, and they'll go with someone else. I don't want either of those to happen to you because the truth is, to every newbie listening right now, if you have had the courage to start a business, you have the courage to explain yourself appropriately, and you can also drum up the confidence to stand in your space. Now, yes, it takes time. It took me a few years, but that doesn't mean it has to take you that long. And that's exactly why I'm making this episode, because I would like to shorten this span of time for you, the awkward phase between launching your business and actually becoming your business. Now, I used to struggle with this so much. I was embarrassed about where I'd come from, about where I currently live, and about my past. But when I started to share those things, I realized that it increased the surface area for people to be attracted and stick to me, kind of like a magnet. The more you reveal about your personality and your life, the bigger of a magnet you become, and it allows you to attract more of the right people. Maybe they aren't gonna hire you right now, but they will be hiring you later, and they'll even end up referring you later on. So it's important to approach your business not as a package of services, but as a package of relationships, and you are that relationship initiator. So as you start your business, think about your brand. The brand is you, it's the personality of your business. And if you focus on building up yourself and your personality and showcasing who you are, it's going to end up attracting the type of people that you would really like to work with. But if all you do in your new business is push your services and try to hide behind those services, you're going to run out of steam really quickly and you're going to have a hard time attracting people that you would enjoy working with. And it's on this note that I'm actually taking a page from Jenna Kutcher's book. Now, if you have not heard of Jenna Kutcher, she has an amazing podcast. It's called The Gold Digger Podcast. And I highly suggest that any new business owner go listen to it. Because even though she's in a different industry, we can all learn a lot from Jenna. She is a wedding photographer. She's an educator, a podcaster, a public speaker. And she has some awesome ways for all of us to learn more about becoming a brand and not just a business and I'm obsessed with her show I learn tons from it every day and I would just highly recommend that you go check her out so what I'm saying has been said before by Jenna by so many other podcasters out there and so many marketers because it's true the essence of success is you think about that for a minute it's you it's not some new marketing trick. It's not a social media platform. It's not many, many dollars spent in advertising. It's none of those things. Because if you don't put your heart and soul into something, it will never become anything. So if all you did was focus on even offline marketing just in your area, if you showcased who you were and became a relatable human being, which you are in your real life, then your business would flourish on a local level. If you then translate that over to, let's say, Instagram, and you showed not only photos of your work that would promote your services, but you also showed your clients things you know they would like, which shows that you have a relationship with them, that you're in tune with their needs, wants, and desires. And if you showed who you are as a person, whether it's a quick selfie because you just got out of the salon, or a little video of your kids on Instagram stories. These things are what people remember. People remember stories of all kinds. They remember the things that make you human, which means that if you're not having the best of days, but you found a way to turn it around, you should share that with your followers. Or if you are just freaking out with happiness over these new shoes you got, you can show that too, because people are looking for other people. They're looking for relationships, not service packages. A perfect example of this is what a lot of my interior design clients tell me. They tell me, you know what, Kate, I was working with all these different clients last year. And even though our projects are done, I still talk to them fairly regularly because we actually became friends during their design project. And I think that is a beautiful thing. And the reason why that happened is because they had to become real people with their clients. Because when you're at someone's house every single day, all day, or whatever that looks like for you, you start to realize that your client isn't just a client. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's got good days and bad days, and maybe she drinks a little too much wine, but hey, so do you. And you you bond on that. And The more avenues you can find to bond with these people, the more referrals you'll get, the more you'll become a tastemaker in the industry and not just another service provider. We do not need more service providers. We need more authentic people who have the courage to be transparent and know how to do it in a professionally strategic way. And that means the biggest mistake you can make, in business is being ashamed of who you are or of where you come from or of where you are right now unless of course you're doing something you shouldn't be in which case stop that right now <laughs> but seriously guys you don't have anything to be ashamed of the only shame you put on yourself as a new business owner is well the shame you put on yourself, okay? It's not from other people. It's your own self-judgment. And I'm only saying this because I lived it. I lived it for years and it's miserable and there was absolutely no point to it. It did me no good. So I don't want you guys to make the same mistake. Instead, embrace where you've come from because, well, I personally believe everything happens for a reason. And every little meandering path or bunny trail that you took in your life it may have seemed like a waste of time but it got you to this point in your life, and it made you who you are right now. Because I also believe that people are a lot like diamonds. The more facets they have cut into them, the more beautiful they are. And you have a lot of facets cut into you. You've been through the hard times, you've been put under pressure, and that's why you're not just a lump of coal right now. You are a diamond. You should be proud of that, and you should share the multiple facets of your life with the people that you want to serve, because that is how they'll remember you. So when someone asks you, hey, how long have you been in business, and there's someone who's in the position to hire or not hire you for a design project, just remember this. Whether this is your first career or your second career, there's zero shame in saying, I am a new designer, and aside from that, I have a wealth of experience with, and then you fill it all in. Because when you're transparent and you say, yeah, I'm new, but you don't leave it at that, it opens up the door for a conversation. But if all you say is, well, I just started my business, then people will have a lot of room to make a lot of assumptions. So instead, tell them the story of you. Make it short and succinct and make sure that it's relevant to them which means that if the person you're talking to is a professional career woman and you were once uh, in the like the corporate world you can definitely speak to that and be like yeah I used to work in an office every day and I just was like enough is enough I want to really just do something for myself because I've got all these other skills that have just been burning inside me and I just need to use them and I've used it in my own home over and over again but I know that I just can't keep it to myself anymore. Not only would your potential client respect that but she'd also be encouraged by it because you'd be surprised how many people are stuck in the traditional jobs in those offices and you know just those little cubicles and they don't want to be there. They want to be doing what you're doing. They're jealous of what you get to do And right now you might be thinking, well, who'd be jealous of this? I'm working at my dining room table and I can't hardly pay myself right now. And they're jealous of me. (laughs) Yeah, they are. Because what you did up to this point took so much courage and you should give yourself a little pat on the back for that and surround yourself with people who will encourage you to keep going because there will be days that you'll want to give up. There will be days that you'll feel ashamed of yourself. There will be days that you realize you have no clue what you're doing. But when you look back, you'll see that every decision you made made you who you are right now, and there was a reason for that. There is a purpose for you being here. And no matter how saturated your market becomes, no matter how many other designers or stagers there are in your local area, none of them will do it exactly the way you do, and nobody is you. Because here's the thing, if you build your business based just on services, and you do kitchen and bathroom remodels and design consults and your competitors do the exact same things there's no differentiating factor but if you build your business based on you and the relationships that you can create with other people there is no way for your competitors to duplicate that because as far as science is concerned they haven't really perfected cloning of humans all right and even if they did that second person would not be you You are incredibly unique, and that is your superpower in business. So guys, the one thing I want you to do right now is go to your phone or your laptop and write up an Instagram caption of your story. Tell people your story. How did you get right where you are right now? You can talk about your schooling. You can talk about difficult phases that you went through in life. You can talk about something difficult you're going through right now. Just make sure to put a positive spin on it because you are representing your business and your brand and you want to protect that message. So make sure that you're sharing your story on a transparent level, on a high level of authenticity and yeah, you're going to be a little afraid to hit publish because first of all, you might think, oh, I'm so boring. Or you might be more like me and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm sharing this. Because honestly, when I started sharing my struggles with PTSD or the fact that I've lived in a trailer home for the past four years, I thought there was going to be a ton of judgment. I was terrified. But then when I realized that if I was just honest about who I am, and about where I came from, it would give people more opportunities to connect with me, I would have told this story a long freaking time ago. Because like I said, if you can find a positive spin to it, it not only helps you, but it also encourages those who are following you. So the positive spin on my story is, yeah, I came from a very... A poor county in Wisconsin and I've struggled through my business and now my business is flourishing. I actually have a team and my husband doesn't have to work anymore and we're building our dream log home. I mean that is like what is this my life? Like this is amazing and I feel so blessed. So you need to list the reasons why you feel blessed on your long entrepreneurial journey because whether it's years or just months, you've already experienced a lot that you can share with people. And sometimes people just like to know they aren't the only ones struggling through life. They actually can really encourage them. So don't be ashamed of you because you are the key to success. All right, guys, that's all I have for today. If you want to discuss this episode, head over to Marketing for Home Pros on Facebook or hit me up at katesocialite.com. Thanks for listening to The Kate Show. Please hit the subscribe button and share this episode with a business bestie who needs to grow her interior design or home staging firm. To inquire about our products and services, please visit us at katethesocialite.com. Until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear.